Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Facebook Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am Bird. This is soon to be Jake. Jake, how are we doing? Hey, how's it going, man? Doing all right. It's uh, it, it's going. I don't know whether it's going up or down yet, but it's uh, it it, it is it is definitely going. Week number ten. Here here, here we are. Kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. Now it's flying by. It'll be Turkey Day before you know it. We got four weeks until until playoffs. Yeah. Four weeks until playoffs. Absolutely, absolutely nuts. Uh, trade deadlines are uh, are right around the corner. You have any uh, lineup questions? Any trade questions that you may have? Well, if only we had a place for that. Oh, wait, we do. It's called the mailbag. You can submit your questions to the mailbag and we will happily answer them. Uh, those shows are always out in, in your inboxes. On Saturdays, Jake and I record them on Thursday. Just a little bit of programming news that you know I mentioned last week. I'll mention it again. Uh, Jake and I will be doing the mailbag the week of Thanksgiving. That will be done on Wednesday. So submit your lineup questions for a Wednesday mailbag. Submit them earlier in the week and include the Thanksgiving games. So the mailbag will be out to you earlier. That'll be out in your inboxes probably Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night. And then we will have, you'll have a mailbag ready for you on Thanksgiving and then beyond. So you'll have an earlier mailbag ready to be consumed. So with that, let's just go straight into the AFC home games. We're looking for the NFC home games. Adam and I uh, recorded that, and that is out in your inboxes. Uh, currently, it'll be the show that is right before this one. So the Colts and the Patriots, another Frankfurt game. Awesome. That's just exactly what we're looking for. Or international games the Colts Patriots Colts are two point favorites Jake let's start out with the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts Gardner Minshew he's kind of been okay kind of eh, the last yeah. last couple last couple of weeks are you starting him this week I actually kind of like him this week okay. uh, against the Patriot team that honestly looks like they might be kind of making some business decisions at this point with the season being lost you're, you're hearing stuff about Bill Belichick potentially being out if the Patriots lose this game uh, in where's this game in Germany again in Germany. Yes. So uh, I don't hate Minshew this week. I'm actually considering him uh, Minshew or Derek Carr this week. Derek Carr for me. Okay. Minshew or Tyson Bajit. I can't believe I'm saying it. Uh, I have it as Minshew. Okay. But I, I, then, don't uh, hate, I don't hate Bajit though. I don't. I, hate neither him. do I. And, and uh, not Josh Dobbs, right? No, I have Dobbs higher. I have Dobbs two slots lower. Thinking about moving him up. I have Do- I have Dobbs higher, and I mean we won't be talking about Josh Dobbs, so I I guess I could bring it up here because it, it is pertinent. Um, I- I'm thinking about in actually it's it's in your superflex. Funny enough, I'm thinking about sitting Josh uh, sitting Josh Dobbs. I have Mahomes out on by sitting Dobbs and starting Taysom Hill as my second quarterback. Maybe. I'm considering it. I'm definitely, definitely considering it. It, it. it is something that has crossed my mind a little bit and maybe having a little fun with it, only for Taysom Hill to put up like a three because that's, that would just be classic. Been like my year in, in, a, in a nutshell. Uh, the Colts, the running backs, Jonathan Taylor, you're obviously starting. He's looked absolutely fantastic over the last couple of weeks. But Zach Moss... Uh, season low in carries last week was clearly the number two guy to Jonathan Taylor. Jake, are you firmly out on on Zach Moss? Yeah, I kind of feared it last week where Taylor looked really good and then Moss just scored to make his day yeah. look a lot better. Uh, he is definitely a high-end handcuff, but I don't think he has the standalone value that we might have thought. We knew it was only a matter of time. They, were, they weren't just going to pay Jonathan Taylor all that money not to use him. Right. He's obviously going to get the bulk of the carries. And uh, look, the Colts, uh, they got some winnable games coming up here uh, where they should be in these games. And it's a division that obviously isn't oozing with real heavy hitters besides Jacksonville. And they feel like they're going to be in these games. So uh, I, he's definitely worth 
keeping, if that makes sense. He's not worth dropping, but I don't think I would start him anymore. Moss or Chicago Bears running back Thursday night? Oh, I hate their I hate Thursday night football, but if Khalil Herbert plays, I would play I would start him. Okay. Moss or Deonta Foreman? I think I would go Moss. Okay. Moss or a Cleveland Browns running back? Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll rephrase that question. I like both I, I like both Cleveland running backs ahead of Moss. Who do you like more of the Cleveland running backs? Ford or Ford. Hunt? It's still Ford. To me, okay. I think Ford was he was really supposed to miss the last two weeks. Right. Uh, so I think it's only a matter of time before Jerome Ford has his legs back, so legs back under him, and uh, is pretty much their primary ball handler. And we'll be, we will be talking about the uh, Chicago, uh, Cleveland Browns, the Chicago Browns. Yep, them, the Cleveland Browns, um, a little bit later in the program. So for the Colts wide receivers, Josh Downs looking a little bit 50-50 for, for this game, has a knee injury, tried to get through last week. It did not work out for him. So I, I would imagine, Jake, if there's no Josh Downs here, this is just only even more emphasizing the point of all systems go for, for Michael Pittman, who's he's a top 10 play for me this week. I absolutely love Pittman. Yeah, me too. The, the, the Patriots secondary doesn't seem to be quite what it used to be. No. So. Sam Howell completely diced them up last week. Yeah. So at home, at home, at home. Yeah. Any other Colts that you are that you are considering? I would consider Josh Downs if he plays. If he plays, that is, yeah. Okay. All right, we can make this very simple for the Patriots. Are you starting a New England Patriot not named Ramondre Stevenson? No. You wouldn't give Hunter Henry a look. Nah, I mean, do you really want to be involved in that nine thirty game? Absolutely not. If you don't have to. No, right? Absolutely so, not. I wouldn't I mean, want that, to. That would kind of suck starting the day off like a four. Uh, I have Ramondre Stevenson this week as my RB17. Ramondre Stevenson or Javante Williams? Stevenson. Stevenson for me is my RB15. The Colts are not very good against the run either. Okay. I also have, for what it's worth, I have David Montgomery ahead of him. Under the under the assumption that David Montgomery plays. comes back. Right. Yeah. So, that could be a one spot boost if David Montgomery doesn't doesn't come back. Uh, Stevenson or Rashad White. Big day for Rashad White. Uh, I have it here as pretty sure Stevenson. Oh no, St- White's ahead of him by one. Yep, White is White is ahead of him by one for me. Uh, let's see here, Stevenson. Well, <laughs> I know what the rankings say, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson or Bijan Robinson. I, I can't. I will never draft another Atlanta Falcon as long as I live with Arthur Smith. It's just I'm with you. I guess Bijan, but I don't like it. No, no, I don't. I I hate it. I hate it. I'm so done with that franchise. I wouldn't even take Bijan like the fifth round next year. I'm I I don't even I don't even want any reminiscence of Arthur Smith. We we had this conversation on the NFC show, and I can I'll ask you where I mean you just kind of gave the answer. I presented the question to Adam where where you would be comfortable taking Bijan, and uh, we I'm both co- we both kind of settled on like mid round three. Who cares, honestly? Like, dude, right. I watched I watched pretty much the whole second half of that game. Dude, they had a goal line series where they gave two carries to Tyler Algier, and they targeted Matt Collins in the end zone. <clears throat> I mean, like, what are, what are we doing here? Well, did you did you see the quote that uh, that Arthur Smith came out with? Yeah, yeah because Bijan creates a lot when he's not getting the ball. When he's away from the ball, he's creating for yeah, the we offense. Yeah, like we, we like what he does when he's off the ball. He, he's a decoy. Uh, like, really? You drafted a decoy with the seventh overall pick in the draft? Eighth. What, a, what eighth. A, eighth, whatever. What, what yeah. am I missing here? You take a running back with a premium pick, and he's a decoy. Mm-hmm. Got it. Like, that's how you get fired, man. And that's why I'm so I was so happy when they lost that game, though. Oh, I, listen, I, I've said I've, I think I said this every single week. We have political differences, religious differences, sexual orientation differences, whatever. But the one thing that we can all unite on in this in this fantasy community that we have is fuck the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I can't stand that team. No, no. And listen, I have people in Atlanta. I, I went on and on about this. I got in trouble for things that, that I said, but I mean, I'm a fantasy guy and 
my overall success in my business comes down to what the Falcons fantasy assets are doing. And sorry, Tyler Algier and John U. Smith are not high asset fantasy stars. Like I, I, I want to see Kyle Pitts. I want to see Drake London. I want to see Bijan. I don't want to see these guys. And look, kudos to the Falcons. You know, they're, they're competitive. They're in contention for the playoffs. Wonderful. Good for them. But maybe they could be a potential playoff team if, you know, I don't know. Arthur Smith wanted to use the guys that he spent three first-round picks on. Hell, I'll even make it more specific. Three top ten picks on? You would think. You would think. Just, you know, just a, just a, a crazy idea. All right, so let's go to Cincinnati, the Texans and the Bengals. Sneaky line here, Bengals seven-point favorites. I feel like Vegas wants everyone to be smashing that Texans plus seven, but I just kind of feel like the Bengals are uh, they're 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 kind of back. I, th- I think the Texans are going to meet their match here. It, it feels that way, right? Uh, yeah, it, it definitely does. It definitely does. But uh, C.J. Stroud, you can't ignore it. Five touchdown day. Jay, congratulations, calling him your QB one. I called him my QB one. So we're we're looking very 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 smart right now. With especially with what Bryce Young managed to do against the Indianapolis Colts, so well done to you, sir. Uh, Jake, where is uh, where's CJ Stroud this week for me? He's my QB seven. Sounds about right for me. Uh, for me, he's my QB eight, so okay, in the ballpark. Do you have Trevor Lawrence over him? I do have Trevor Lawrence over him. I want that's that's the one that I keep going back and forth on is either, yeah, Stroud or Lawrence. Yeah, maybe it's because I don't have like the actual means to star trevor lawrence because i don't roster him anywhere so maybe oh, i dropped of... him i dropped him in a spot this morning and that was i had a big smile on my face when i did it yeah i don't know something tells me there, there's going to be some points scored in that game in duval well if there are it's not going to be not going to be for me I'll, I'll happily start kyler and i'll uh i'll be able to i'll be able to root for kyler against the falcons the niner the niners have been kind of diced at times this year is the thing Listen, all, all I'll say, if you believe in curses, you believe in jinxes, whatever. Um, the Cowboys have lost three games this year. Two of them have been to the Cardinals and to the 49ers. Uh, the Cardinals and the 49ers, since playing the Cowboys, are a combined 0-9. Yeah. I'm wondering and if the one of them will, will follow listen, suit. Fingers crossed. The Cardinals, they're a fine franchise. I don't really have any ill will towards them. Uh, they are the 49ers. <laughs> yes, yeah, ex- ex- exactly. The, the, the How the Cowboys lost that game is just... It's, it's it's a goddamn mystery to me. But the 49ers going 0 3 since they, since they beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl couldn't have happened to a nicer team. Uh, so we're starting CJ Stroud. I think that, that's definitely a no brainer. CJ Stroud or Kyler Murray? I have it as Stroud. I have it as Stroud as well. Uh, we'll be, we will be talking about Kyler. So, oh, no, we won't. Sorry. We will not be talking about Kyler. All right. So let's just get your initial thoughts on, on, on Kyler, Jake. He's my QB 12. He's in the starting range. Are there. Should expectations be tempered, or is it is it all systems go really? My QB eleven. Um, it's it's pretty much all systems go. I would think. I mean, the QB market's not very good this year, man. I mean, you get outside the top ten, and it's like kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, it, it's it's been very 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 stinky. And even running back too. Like we looked at this the other night. Brian Robinson's the RB twelve in full. Like. You look at Brian Robinson's numbers, they're so bad. Had him as my start of the week last week, though. You did, and he scored. And he scored. And he scored, so that's a, that's a check mark. We we that's had a better week for uh, start of the week, I feel we like. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. I, I think we had, a good, we had a good week. And if you want to know our starts of the week, of course, tune into the Saturday Mailbag. That is all on there. Uh, just out of curiosity, do you have uh, Kyler over Gino? I do. I'm done with okay. Gino. I, I, I am – the turnovers are <sighs> – very bad. Nine touchdowns to seven picks this year. It just hasn't been very, very good. I have a. F- Do you think that there's a chance they go to Drew Locke at some point this year? I definitely the think ball it's over? possible. It's possible. I I don't think it's impossible. In that case, Noah Fant must add. Uh, Noah Fant would be a start a, a starting caliber tight end from from here on out if Drew Locke is uh, is is in there. All right. So for the Texans, we go to the running backs. 
Uh, still a question on whether or not Damian Pierce is going to play. Uh, Jake, let's just say Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce does play. Are you starting a Texas running back? No. If Damian Pierce doesn't play, are you starting Devin Singletary? No, he stinks. Okay. He does stink. He does stink. Uh, the receivers, though. Nico Collins. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a fine start. Absolutely. How about Tank Dell? Yeah, he's definitely on the flex radar. Wide if receiver Robert, three, flex. If Robert Woods doesn't play, how about Noah Brown? Nah, I mean, in deeper leagues maybe, but like in 12-team leagues, I wouldn't want to start him. Uh, Let's see here on Tank Dell. Tank Dell or Calvin Ridley? Uh, Ridley. I have it as Ridley. Uh, Tank Dell or Cortland Sutton Monday night? I would take Sutton on Monday night. I would go Dell, but that's close. Tank Dell or Jordan Addison? Addison. I think a week with Josh Dobbs will yeah, do I, well I, for him. I think it's Addison. I'll give you one more here. Tank, Tank Dell or Zay Flowers? I'd go Dell. I would go Dell. Flowers has been, has been meh for like no, the last not good. month. Yeah, has has not all been that good for uh, Zay Flowers lately. I would go Dell. Uh, and then Dalton Schultz, yeah, I I absolutely would. Oh yeah, they got the established tight ends. Let me just see where I have them. Yeah, out of the established tight ends, you know, with no no Kelsey this week, no Dallas Goddard this week, and possibly for the foreseeable future. And you know, you have the likes of Laporta, Andrews, Hawkinson, uh, Kincaid, Kittle. He's the best of the rest for me. He's my he's my tight end six. Yeah, that sounds about right for me too. I think he might even be a. A notch higher. No, yeah, he's my he's my tight end six this week too. And I have, listen, him, and, and I still, have him behind like uh, Kittle, Kincaid, and and, um, and you would have him over over Ingram. Yeah, but it's close. And then Jake Ferguson. It, it's very close. I think the only the only difference between Schultz and Ingram is Schultz actually scores. Yes, yes, that's, yes. That's yes. the the only categorical difference between the two. Uh, for the Bengals, this will be very simple. Uh, Joe Burrow. Yep. Joe Mixon. Yep. Jamar Chase. Yep. Sounded like Jamar Chase was a, was a little banged up, and there was some speculation that maybe he might he might miss some time. I mean, I haven't heard anything of it. Just take note of the injury reports if there is something. Um, but as of now, I mean, we haven't heard anything about Jamar Chase potentially, you know, nursing a serious injury or anything like that. So just be mindful of that. T. Higgins? Yeah. Uh, Tyler Boyd in deeper leagues? In deeper leagues, he's fine, but, you know. And then is there a Bengals tight end that you're starting? No. Beautiful. The Packers and the Steelers. Steelers are three-point favorites in this one. Jake, for the Packers, Jordan Love. He's this, he's a yeah, he's a sit for me. In Superflex, would you consider it if if you have to with you know the quarterback by situation? Uh, I, not really. I just don't think this is the matchup. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh Aaron Jones, he looks back, and I think you can you can fire him up. Yeah, top 15 play for me this week. You can fire him up. I have him right at 15. So top 15 play for Aaron Jones. Uh, A.J. Dillon, just a high-end handcuff at this point. Yeah, whatever. Is there a Packers receiver that you're starting? I would consider maybe Dobbs, but that's about it. Where are we on Christian Watson? Is he droppable? He he is droppable, I think. 12-team leagues, is he droppable? He is droppable. Okay. And how about Luke Musgrave? Caught a touchdown last week, but only four targets, three catches for for Musgrave. Yeah, is, I'm not too interested. Yeah, I'm not. I would love to stay to say out of that business personally. He's my tight end, eighteen. Like I, I mentioned this uh, the other night. Like if you have Gerald Everett, Janu, and Joku, Hunter Henry available, then you could potentially go with them. The guy that I keep going back and forth on is Musgrave or Kate Otten. My good buddy Kate Otten, great guy, scored twice. I would start Otten. I think I would. I honestly, I think I would. I think I would. Great guy. We love Kate Otten on on, on this program. Uh, for the Steelers, Kenny Pickett. No, nah. he's in the same boat as Jordan Love. Just never. Just stinky. Yeah. Yeah. Very stinky. It's a good matchup for the Steelers running backs here. Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Jake. Are you are you looking to get involved in that risky business? Not really. I think both are are startable. This week as flex plays, I don't think they're mm-hmm. RB1s or RB2s. So yeah. um, they're on the flex radar. But again, 
um, if they, if they don't score, what kind of fantasy value are they providing for your your club? Correct. We we I, Adam and I talked about this on on Sunday. The ceiling for Najee Harris is fifteen points. Like that's a guy that could help you win a championship. No, no, you're be, you're you're better off just not playing him. Hell, if you had the opportunity to do it, and I, and I will pro- make a promise to someone right now. If you would Najee Harris trade and you were able to sell him this week, send that question into the mailbag, put Najee Harris in the subject line. You'll get your question read in the mailbag tomorrow because I want to see what people are really paying for Najee Harris. It, it can't be too much. It, it Honestly, it cannot be too much. You know, if it's if it's a package deal, that's one thing. But if like you're getting it's a one for two and you're trading Najee Harris as the one, I'm really curious to see what what people are actually paying for that. Yeah, me too. So Deontay Johnson, well, he had his week, got into the end zone against the Titans. He seems to be the the guy that the Steelers are looking to go for, which is very, very annoying for George Pickett's managers. Now, let's just start very quickly with Deontay Johnson, Jake. Are you starting Deontay Johnson? I think you can this week, especially in fall. Okay, and we have to now go to George Pickens. You know, uh, complained very vocally. Um, well, and we know the history of co-receivers that have complained. They've come out the next week and played really, really well. So I guess start George Pickens. I, I guess, but I don't know if he's like that type of guy. You I see agree. what I'm saying? Like I could I see agree. I could see him play less with Mike Tomlin. So um, uh, I'm I'm with you. I would with hesitate you. on starting Pickens. And something tells me he'll see a lot of Jair Alexander too out there. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I I do believe that as well, and and I don't know if Kenny Pickett's looking to get involved in that business, but I I think he'll do what he'll have to do to get Pickens at least looks. But whether that actually translates to results is yeah, it's a whole is, different story. Is a wait and see. It's it, it's, a, it's a whole different story, exactly. Duval, the 49ers, the Jaguars, 49ers, three point favorites in this one. Uh, Brock Purdy, Jake. You can you can do it this week. Yeah, I, th- I think I th- I think it's fine. Purdy or Kyler? Uh, I have it by Purdy by one. Okay, I have it as Purdy uh, by two. Purdy or CJ Stroud? Stroud. Okay. Uh, that guy Christian McCaffrey. I think you can find room for him in 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 your lineups. Go ahead and play yeah. him. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, much of the same story. Uh, Debo, if Debo comes back and plays, which is looking quite possible that he is going to be back this week after the bye. Uh, Jake, are you starting Debo Samuel? Yeah, I am. Something tells me they're going to get Debo the ball a good amount. Uh, I do too, especially, you know, since he's been been out. They have really been bad. they got to change things up. And how do you do that? You bring your Swiss Army knife in, in, in Debo. So I think they get him the ball. I think he has a good game. I think he scores too, Debo, in, yeah. in, a, in a year which has been uh, one of mixed results to put it mildly, for Debo Samuel. Uh, and then George Kittle, top five tight end, do you start him? Yes, absolutely. For the Jags, Trevor Lawrence, we talked about we talked about him before. I think he's a fine play. Yeah, yeah. Safe floor. It's very safe floor. Would you rather start Lawrence or Purdy? I have it as Lawrence. I have it as Lawrence, too. Uh, Travis Etienne, he's just been on an absolute heater the last yeah, month. Yeah, fire him up comfortably. Five. Fire him up quite comfortably, exactly. Here we are with the receivers again. If Kirk, Ridley. Jake, where do you have Kirk in relation to Ridley? Higher, I'll tell you that much. I have, I have uh, Christian Kirk as my wide receiver 18 this week. I like him. Okay. I've, and then Rid, I, Ridley for me is my wide receiver 29. So Okay. Ridley's my wide receiver 26, and Christian Kirk is my wide receiver 19. Okay, so... Both like Kirk. It's yeah, tough. Both, it, both like Kirk. I'm higher on Ridley. No, you're higher on Kirk. No, I'm, I said higher on Ridley. Oh yeah, you're higher on Ridley than I am. Yeah, yeah, higher on Ridley, so, and you're and you're higher on Kirk by one. Something tells me Kirk's gonna have a big game. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be that'd be really nice. I, I like that. But uh, again, we talk we talk. I think we talk about this every other week. People just need to accept that. Kirk was the better pick in relation to where you were getting him at ADP. Simple. Yeah, it's very safe to say now. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And that's not saying that Calvin Ridley can't turn it up and have a 
have a good stretch run. Not not saying that, but Christian Kirk is there for a reason. We're, we, we're repeating the mistakes that we made last year. And when I say we, I mean the fantasy community as a whole, not on this podcast. We were not fooled twice. No. We were not fooled twice. Uh, so you're starting Kirk. You're starting Ridley as a fl- as a flex option, wide receiver three and three receiver leagues. And then Evan Ingram, you're starting quite yes. comfortably. Is there a case to be made that Evan Ingram this year has been the safest tight end week to week? Yeah, I think I think I think Mark Andrews has been pretty damn safe too. Sure, um, sure. I mean, but... I'm, I'm I'm just kind of curious. Let me just pull up Mark Andrews's numbers just on a game by game and compare them to Evan Ingram. So I'll just pull. I'll I'll go through the finishes. So Andrews has finished as the tight end three, tight end twenty one, tight end two. Uh, let me actually do this in full. It'd be a, a lot better since we're a full podcast. 3, 22, 11, 9, 3, 13, and 7. Whereas Evan Ingram, if I can get his numbers up, I feel like they're going to be a lot a lot more. At least finishes are going to be a lot more consistent. And you could do a deep dive on the numbers uh, all you want. 5, 6, 7, 7, 27, 12, 9. Yeah, just more consistent. Just doesn't score enough to really warrant like top three status. Yeah, hasn't scored, has not scored yet this year. Yeah. Has not scored yet this year, but I mean, if you're looking for a guy that's going to be at least seven targets every single week, everything I'm sure guy. Absolutely. All right, so let's go to the Browns and the Ravens from Baltimore. The Baltimore Ravens, six-point favorites. In this one, Jake, for the Browns, Deshaun Watson, a nice comeback game last week. He needed that. Are you starting Deshaun Watson against the Ravens? No, I think the Ravens are a tough matchup here, I would say. Deshaun Watson is my QB 20. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. That's where I have him. Uh, we talked about the running backs, Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. Both are are solid enough flex options for me. Uh, I would definitely give him, give him a solid look. Yeah, I'd give him a look. Amari Cooper. Yes, I would still I think you could start him. So then let me let me let me ask you. This isn't this isn't me uh going at you because I know what your answer is gonna be, but this is just more for the people, the people at home. Um we're starting Amari Cooper, right? But how can we how can we justify starting Amari Cooper when we don't want to necessarily start Deshaun Watson? Well, I mean, like, the thing is, with Cooper, he scores, which mm-hmm. always helps. And, I mean, look, the what we're looking for with Cooper is, like, 5 for 70 and a touchdown for that to be a nice day. With Deshaun Watson, like, what's really the ceiling? Like, 16 points against the Ravens? At maximum. Yeah. Maximum. And and that's exactly right. I mean, the, the difference in success between quarterback and receiver – it's just it's just completely yeah, it, different. It's Amari, completely different. Like we want Amari to start Cooper. Garrett Wilson in fantasy. We don't want to start Zach Wilson in fantasy. Like you know, right? right. Deshaun Watson has a 150 yard day and a touchdown. That's an awful day. But if 60 of those 150 yards and that touchdown go to Amari Cooper and he hauls in four or five balls, that's a 16, 17 point day. You're you're chilling. You're you're pretty happy with that. Yeah. Um. Anybody else for the Browns receivers? Elijah Moore, uh, Cedric Tillman. No. And then how about David Njoku? Maybe. He he's he's working his way back. He's my he's my tight end eleven this week, so I don't completely hate him. Njoku is my tight end fourteen. I don't hate him either. Yeah. He's in that. It's not very guys. exciting. No, he's not particularly exciting. He's in that group of you need a touchdown, otherwise you're screwed. Yes. For the Ravens, Lamar. Yeah, you have to. Always, always it seems like for Lamar. Uh, well, the running back situation, we've just thrown a new wrench into this one with Keaton Mitchell. Now it's Keaton Mitchell, Gus Edwards, and Justice Hill. Jake, uh, rank him on startability. Justice Hill, Keaton Mitchell, and Gus Edwards. Edwards is definitely the most startable. Yep. I would probably say Mitchell over Hill at this point. 
But I wouldn't you- rather I, I would rather I just would only start Gus Edwards at this point. I wouldn't start Mitchell or Hill. I think Hill is droppable. Mm. Um I would uh, Mitchell is a good stash on your roster. Mm. I don't think he's anything beyond that. Okay. In 12 team leagues is is Mitchell worth a flyer as I don't, a start? Uh, no, nah, I don't I, I don't think so. Let me see where I have him in my ranks. I have Mitchell as my RB41. So definitely on the outside of, of, of flex consideration for me. Yeah, for me, he's my RB44. So definitely not on the flex radar. Agreed. All right, so the receivers for the Ravens. Zay Flowers might be the only one that I would consider, but even even then it's not. I wouldn't want to. How about that? No, I wouldn't want to. And then Mark Andrews, you're obviously firing yeah, up. You, yeah, of course, always. The Lions and the Chargers from Inglewood. Chargers, two and a half point favorites in this one. Jake, Jared Goff, I think he is a boom play this week. Yes, 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 yes. Let me see. I think I have Goff as my QB6. Yeah, my QB6. I don't have I don't have him that high. Um actually it's my QB seven, so <laughs> all right, so you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. You do. Hey, hey, that's fine. I mean it's a it's a great matchup for him. Uh well, there is some belief that David Montgomery will be back this week. Had not seen an official injury report from the Lions as of yet. Stay tuned for the mailbag and we'll have that information for you. Oh, Jake, if David Montgomery plays, are you starting David Montgomery? Yeah, I would. So if David Montgomery plays, are you then starting Jameer Gibbs? I think they're both startable. I think Montgomery, for me, he'd be a top 15 guy, and Jameer Gibbs would be a low-end RB, too, even in yes. full. Yeah, me too. That guy, Amon Ra, you are a boom, boom play. Smash, yeah. He's my wide receiver three this week. Sounds about right. He is my wide receiver two okay. this week. So I I would imagine that the guy underneath him is is CD. No, it's uh, Jamar Chase actually. Ooh, very many plays. Is Diggs your number one? Diggs is my number one this week. I mean, in- very interesting. Very against interesting. The Den- I, against the Denver Broncos. What What I will say is I have Chase lower just because of the injury speculation. If- That's fair. If Jamar Chase comes out and he practices, then then Jamar Chase will, will will fly right up there. But it just feels like there's a top four this week that is just elite, and that is any one of Diggs, St. Brown, CD, and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Those feel like your elite level starts uh, this week. Uh, any other Lions receiver, Josh Reynolds, Jameson Williams, Khalif Raymond? No. And Sam Laporta. Of course. Of course. We love that man here on this program. Uh, For the Chargers, Justin Herbert was very stinky Monday night. Did not have to be too good, but killed a lot of people. I know there was in my guillotine. Guy needed, I think it was seven points, seven or eight points. And he was two points short. I I think Herbert has a big bounce back week this week. And a pretty high scoring matchup. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Eckler scored two touchdowns Monday. Of course. Keenan Allen. Of course. Been a little bit meh. Something tells me it's going to be a big Keenan Allen week. He's my wide receiver five for the week. He is the best of the rest outside that core four that I talked about. He is the next best guy. Uh, Quentin Johnston, is he worth a flyer in 12-team leagues? No, kind of stinky. Yeah, there's not there's not enough volume that goes that goes his way, unfortunately. Yeah, and then Gerald Everett, would you be would you be considering him? I would. Let me just see where I have. I believe he's my tight end fifteen or sixteen. He's my tight end sixteen. He's behind Jonu and Joku, Logan Thomas, ahead of Hunter Henry, Musgrave, and Otten. Okay, he's my he's my tight end seventeen. So we're we're in the okay. same range. We're in the same ballpark of needing a touchdown. Otherwise, he's useless. Um. And yeah, that's uh, that's it for for the Chargers. Let's go to Sunday night, the Jets and the Raiders. Jake, I will give you the I will give you the opportunity. Do you want to do you want to blow off some steam, or are you good? 
I don't really care. Like, yeah. it, I mean, I told you, I, I it's nothing that I'm too surprised by. Uh, I mean, the Jets are sorry. I mean, they want to keep starting Zach Wilson. Fine. Go ahead. What I will say to you is this. You did not spend your hard earned money to go see the Jets and the Chargers on Monday night when it's Monday night football. Ticket prices are always going to be inflated for Monday night. I, I know a few people that did. And I, um, I was almost tempted to Venmo them some bucks and be like, yeah, I almost feel terrible that you wasted your hard earned money on this. I I told you Zach Wilson's terrible, dude. (laughs) Like (laughs) I, I, I've never once ever expected anything from, they should start Trevor Simeon this week, but they won't because you know, they're cowards. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, and I I believe this is actually a, a tweet that you put out or somebody put out, but look at Sean McVay. Sean McVay saw Brett Rippon one week, one yeah, week, and said, "Get the hell out of here!" And said, "Nope, we'll go to Carson Wentz. We'll we'll sign exactly. him and have him have him as insurance." Exactly. That's the Jets should have been doing after the first game of the season. Correct. Correct. It's a joke. And... Nope. Nope. Complete joke. There's. I don't know. I don't want to get too far into it, but yeah, they're they're a disgrace. Um, it, it, yeah. If you want, yeah. if you want to, if you want to hear more about uh, about about the New York Jets and their uh, fundamental flaws. Uh, go listen to the Jets Way podcast. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you'll be. Uh, you'll be flying off the chain over there. Yeah, it's a joke. That's all I can say. For the Jets, we can make this very quick so we can uh, we can ease ease your pain. Outside of Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, is there a New York Jet that you're starting? No, absolutely not. Is the how is the confidence on Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson? Are they still must start guys every single week. Yeah, they are. Something tells me Brees Hall is going to score like a 40-yard touchdown this week. The Raiders are dead last against the run. They're pretty sorry in that area. Um, this is the, See, this is the type of thing. Like, the Jets will probably go out there and win this week and make us all start believing again and, and go 5-4 and four and then get absolutely whomped in Buffalo. I Like, I don't know. I, honestly, I'm not actually sure. They usually play Buffalo pretty tough, so who knows? Probably lose close. Right, um, right. And, and who knows? Could the Raiders have shot their load against the Giants? I mean, the listen, I I, I smoking understand. cigars after the game. Yeah, you know. yeah, like I get it. You won a game, and and the tyrant is 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 out of there with with McDaniel's, which I've heard. You know, the whole culture in that place is like night to day with Antonio Pierce as as the head coach there, and good for him. I think I think Antonio Pierce deserves a fair shot at this. I yeah. think he, he, they they cannot make the same mistake that they made with Rich Versace. Now. Whether you want to say Rich Passaccia would have still been the head coach of the Raiders, you know, whatever. They never gave him a fair shot to to win that job after they had to depart with uh, with Gruden. They never gave Rich Passaccia a fair shot. Now they have they have McDaniel's. McDaniel's is now gone. They have Antonio Pierce. The players seem to like him. The players seem to want to play for him. That was something that was not there under McDaniel's. So they have to give Antonio Pierce a fair crack to actually win this job, make it his own, because. Can he be a level of well? I mean, D'Amico Ryan's. I mean, we all knew what he kind of was as DC for the for the Niners, then now going to the Texans. But can can Antonio Pierce potentially be something like that? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. I mean, let's just. I, I think we should just wait and see. Um, uh, of course, of with, course. With, and with this the Raiders is, and it, Tommy DeVito. The, yeah, it's it's still the Raiders. It's still the Raiders. What can go wrong? Probably will go wrong here. Uh, the situation, I'm sure, is not 100% fixed with their star players, with Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Max Crosby. But at the very least, it looks like things have have calmed at least a little bit now that Josh McDaniels is uh, is out of the building. And, and funny enough, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was nowhere was nowhere to be found in that in that Giants game. I I don't even know if he was there. Maybe not. Yeah, I I don't know if if if. Someone could confirm or deny that, but I mean, I haven't asked about that either. But I didn't see him once, no. so that's that's something I'll have to definitely uh, definitely look at. I mean, Garoppolo really was there because of because of McDaniel's, yeah. So uh, for the Raiders, Aiden O'Connell looked okay versus the Giants. Not stink up the joint. Did enough to to get the Raiders in positions to score and and ended up winning the game, of course. This is a much tougher matchup for him. We saw what the Jets did Justin Herbert on 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 Monday night. I, I can't vouch for it, but he's definitely a hold in Superflex. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell's not going to do anything this week. Uh, I would I would agree with you. Hold, hold for O'Connell. You can't start him. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, you got to start him. Yeah. Uh, 
Devontae Adams. I don't think he's gonna do anything. I but you have to start him, right? Like he's Devontae Adams, so it is psychotic. To he said Devontae Adams. Yeah, I know. But I see a world where you could do it. I I, I, I could I do. I see a planet where that could happen. I'm, I'm telling you right now, he's not gonna do anything this week. How about Jacoby Myers then? Myers might be able to, but I, again, I like I feel like Aiden O'Connell is gonna have like 150 yards in this game. Yeah, yeah, but if, like, if you know five of five for 75 and a touchdown go to Jacoby Myers, then Mazel. It, it's gonna be like a 10-7 game, more than likely. Yeah, 100. percent Jacoby Myers or Gabe Davis. Gabe. Really going back into the well, huh? It, 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 it's the Gabe Davis experience. I mean, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Jacoby or Drake London, if he plays. Mm, probably Jacoby. Jacoby or Jahan Dotson. Dotson. He's on a heater lately. He is. He is on a heater. Uh, Jacoby or Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Jacoby or Metcalf. Metcalf. Okay. Jacoby or JSN. Let's just complete the trio. J- Jacoby. Uh, and Michael Mayer, are you starting him? No. Okay. Let's go to Monday night. The Broncos and the Bills. Bills seven and a half point favorites here and really, really need a win. Uh, for the Broncos, Russell Wilson, are you starting him? I think I would. Buffalo's defense is really Meh. underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you can get a, 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 a on the high end 250 and two. That's Russell what I'm Wilson, thinking. Where when I where I have him ranked, like that's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he, he's fine. The yeah, like I think you put it fine. No How about Javante? <clears throat> yeah, not I exciting. Yeah, like I don't want to, but the Bills just bleed points to running backs. Joe Mixon scored last week. If if you think if you think Javante is going to score, I think he's worth it. Yeah, Monday night too, right? Why not? Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. Why not? If you have him, this is a matchup where you could definitely deploy him on on Monday. And I think that might be might be worth the worth the shout. Uh, Cortland Sutton, I think you're playing him. I would start Sutton. How about Judy? I wouldn't play Judy. I, you can't rely on Judy for anything. No, he's a de- he's a depth piece right now. And then if something were to happen to Sutton, then maybe Judy enters the starting conversation by default. Uh, Marvin Mims, would you consider him in deeper leagues? No. And then is there a tight end for the Broncos that you're that you're starting? No. Beautiful for the Bills, Josh Allen. Yeah, it, I, it, this screams get right game for Buffalo's offense. It better be. It be- it has to be right. It better be. I mean, this team. Because then oof. you have the Jets coming to town next week, and we know what the Jets' defense historically has done to Josh Allen. Yep. And the Bill, they, the Bills just—they have to get it going. They have they to have get to. it going. Because one and three on the one and three on the road, four and one at home. By the looks of it, if the Bills got to go away for a playoff game, they 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 could be in trouble. Dude, they got to make the playoffs first. Yeah, that's Look true. Look at the schedule. They got to play that's the Chiefs true. and the Eagles back to back weeks. Yep. And they still have to play the Niners. Yeah, and they still got to play Dallas too. And Dallas, like, dude, those are four games that I don't think Buffalo will be favored in. Mm, well, let's say let's let's they're just not going to be favored. Maybe Dallas, but dude, you think they're going to be favorites on the road against Dallas? I don't think so. They're at home versus Dallas. They're oh, at, okay. They'll they'll so, be favored by like two or three, maybe. Right. Exactly. Here's here's the here's the stretch run for for the Bills. They have Denver. That's probably a win. Yeah. The Jets. You think at, they'll win at home? Bearing, we'll, t- we'll tilt it that way. Yeah, bearing like some fluky shit. Like I mean, we have seen before, but sure, at home, sure. I'm sure. I'm, I think Buffalo will probably. I'll be at that game, by the way. Oh boy! Oh, so you're yeah. gonna just be a bundle of joy, aren't you? I I can't. Well, I mean, I mean, no, because I'm going in there expecting to lose. So, like, I mean, how Fair. upset can I be? <laughs> like, Fair. Fair. And then their stretch run. So that so we're assuming right now they're seven and four at Philadelphia. That's a loss. At Kansas City. That's a loss. At home versus Dallas. I think Dallas is going to win that game. I no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So right there, we're talking seven and seven. 
unless it's like, you know, all hell is freezing and, you know, the, the snow is, you know, how it can be. Right, but right. Dallas should if, win that game. If there's weather, if there's weather, then Dallas should be, should be winning that game. Uh, then at Los Angeles. Chargers? Chargers. I think the Chargers win that game. Okay. I think Just the Bills I think the Bills would win that game. So whichever way you want to look at it, they're game over or game under 500. Then at yeah. home versus New England, they win that game probably. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and then they're at Miami in, in week 18. And Miami could be playing for the division at that point. Right. I mean. Right. So y- you have to find a way to win outside of the Jets and Denver game. you got to find a way to win probably two, if not three of those games for Buffalo. And they haven't they haven't shown that there is that that inner fortitude in them that they can go dig deep and potentially win this game. No, especially on the road. Dude, if they lose to the Jets next week, they have a lot of issues. Oh, big time. Big time. And and the the, the hot seat the hot seat for McDermott right now. I mean, is is there a coach in in the NFL outside of maybe like Outside of maybe your obvious guys, your Arthur Smiths, your Brandon Staley's. Sala. Sala, yeah. Whose seat might be hotter than Sean McDermott? Honestly, it might be Matt Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Oh. Maybe. Hmm. I've never thought I've never thought of that. Maybe. I mean, if they win three or four games this year, he's coming back next year, you think? Maybe for a year. If they draft Maybe. another – right? Like, it's very – yeah. And the obvious, the obvious ones, too, maybe Dennis Allen, but I think that maybe has more to do with how we feel about Dennis Allen more than maybe how the Saints feel about Dennis Allen. Well, the Packers were talking about maybe getting rid of the GM uh, Gunnquist or whatever Gunnquist, his name Gunnquist, is. So, yeah. So you think if they got rid of him, maybe they would get rid of Matt LaFleur and start Well, if over, they were to like, do that. If they were to do that, then, yeah, they would. They, I would imagine they'd probably clear house. Yeah, so I would say he's very sneakily on the, and of course Ron Rivera, who's going to be done at the end of the year. Right, right, and then and and Belichick too, and, and Belichick, yeah, more than likely. Do you think it, one to ten, one to ten on the on the how likely meter, Bill Belichick coaching the Commanders next year? Likely, I would say them or the Chargers. I think the Chargers was the one that makes infinite amount of sense unless the chargers are firing Brandon Staley within the next couple of weeks and giving Kellen Moore an opportunity uh, to show, uh, yeah, to show yeah. what he's got. But I don't, I, I don't think that's happening. I think that that chip Kellen Moore is not a head coach. No, I don't think so. I think if he, if he was going to be a head coach, Dallas would have made him a head coach a long time ago. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's a head coach. Now but Todd Jer- Bowles too. And in, uh, in Tampa is going to be done at the end of the year. Oh, you think, you, you think so? Oh my God, he's he he is the, he is the worst coach in the NFL. Hands, I mean, all over again. I, I don't know. I don't know if over Brandon Staley. I, I don't know. Todd Bowles is awful. He's a great defensive coordinator. He's just not a good head coach. Not a head coach. He'll be done. Okay. Uh, for the Bills, James Cook. Are you starting him? Yeah. Kind of have to, but game script. Don't love it. Game script should favor James Cook here. Uh, Stephon Diggs, you're obviously starting. Gabe Davis. We yeah, we just kind of touched on it. I, yeah. I would give him a look. He's a boomer bust flex play. Yep. He'll either put up a zero like he did last week, or he'll have six for 120 and a touchdown. Granted, what I will say, Gabe Davis, all of his big games have come at home. Yes. So if you're looking for for maybe a Gabe Davis way to get him into your lineup, there is the hope that Gabe Davis does do better at home than he does on the road. Uh, how about Khalil Shakir, Jake? If, if you're in a 12-team league and you have bye week issues with maybe uh, Jalen Waddle, Puka, Cooper Cup, you think Shakir potentially could get a touchdown here? Uh, in full, I would like it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, if I was extremely desperate, sure, you could do worse, but like I would not be going out of my way to get Khalil Shakir in my lineup. And then how about Dalton Kincaid? Yes. Yeah, he's a monster. Hopefully he doesn't fumble the ball, but yeah, he's a monster. He 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 is a monster. Jake, before before we go, uh, just to have a little dynasty discussion here, because you know, you know, we like our, our dynasty here. How silly are the people feeling right now that said, Yeah, I'll wait until year two to trade for Kincaid or Laporta? 
Very silly. Like I, I, I didn't consider drafting Kincaid all, all that much, but I tried to trade. I tried. I, I didn't consider drafting Kincaid. Sorry, but I wanted to trade for Kincaid, and I almost, I almost did it, but the managers wouldn't budge, and now I'm just like, oh, because I would just love to have that on my dynasty team and just eat up all those points, but. Because we do max points four for the number one overall pick, which you know, voice your own frustrations and and opinions on that in the mailbag. Um, I don't know if I really would want Kincaid because I feel like Marvin Harrison would help me a lot more than Kincaid would. Your tanking efforts would be uh, compromised. They definitely would be. Listen, all I know is the difference between I have the first overall pick right now. But the difference between me and number two overall pick is nine points. Oh, is nine points. I'm t- I'm Tank two away. and seven. I'm two and seven, and the other team that is in the running is three and six. Yeah, the tanks. It, it, it's it's just like I, I I keep saying to myself, maybe I make one more deal and trade Jonathan Taylor for a haul to like really hammer in the point that I'm fucking going for it. Just get another first round pick. I'm de- I'm considering it. Maybe. Yeah. And just get, get another asset. I mean, sure. Why not? Give me, give me eight first round picks in the next three years. Like, and hope the league doesn't fold <laughs> and hope the league doesn't fold. Exactly. At least I know we'll get the 2025s. Maybe I hope to get a 2024 first and know that one of those picks is going to be Marvin. That'd be nice. Operation Mid for Marvin is in full effect. And that's going to be it for this edition of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. This has been the Week 10 AFC Home Game Preview. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review. Tell us how much you love the program. Jake and I will be back on Saturday for the Week number 10 mailbag. And then, of course, just keep in mind, two weeks, two weeks from today. You'll be hearing this Wednesday afternoon. Two weeks from today. We will be recording the week 12 mailbag. That will be the Thanksgiving mailbag. Submit those questions early. Keep that in the back of your head because we'll be doing that mailbag early. and You'll get that mailbag early as a result. So for Jake Simone, I'm Bert. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. And we'll see you on Saturday for the week 10 mailbag. Catch you then. Bye-bye.